0: hey everyone it's chris platty um man this has been the longest hiatus in the history of my podcast since i started it uh moved over to doing a lot of instagram content again at real chris platty on instagram so that's where i've been keeping up i've been dropping waves weekly i've been doing the the weekly live streams i've been just pushing my content there and unfortunately just haven't been able to get to the podcast but I want to get back to this space, man. I miss it. I I I enjoy it. Um also I started a Pistons podcast with four of my guys. That it that is on Sports Radio Detroit's feed. Um so if you've been following me on my Twitter and Instagram at Roe Chris Platte, you've been able to see that. And yeah, I just wanted to return as the NBA season is returning. I wanted to come back. Um there was a lot of there's a lot of moments that I missed that I talked about on the live stream. That then I just couldn't find the way to bring back to the podcast platform like Kanye and Drake's albums, uh, you know, all the stuff that happened in the summer with Ben Simmons and the Philly drama that's still ongoing. So there's been a lot of stuff that's happened and I've covered it on the Instagram side of things, not the podcast side of things. So for those that tune in for the podcast, I apologize that that this has been such a long gap, but I am back. And I have my man Josh with me, and this is one that we've been wanting to do forever. So we're doing the top forty players of the NBA heading into the NBA season, and then I plan on doing a Eastern Conference and a Western Conference preview before the start of the season. So that'll be so that'll be now three pods you'll begin within the next uh, seven to ten days, leading up to the regular season. And then, um, and then as far as the hip-hop side, just trying to figure out what, what's the next piece of content I want to get out on the hip-hop side for this podcast. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Without further ado, let's toss it to me and my man Josh, breaking down our top 40 players of the NBA. Let's go. All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. It's been a minute. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and uh, the NBA season is right around the corner. So I'm going to. I didn't get it. I didn't get to do as much NBA content on the podcast. I did a lot of stuff with the with Instagram and the wave and all that. So for those that have been keeping up on that, you've gotten your NBA content there and also the live streams. But I'm back in podcast form because it is the NBA season approaching. And so I got my man Josh with me, and we are doing our top 40 players of the NBA entering the season. Josh, what's up, my boy? Yeah, you already know who it is. AKA little big back shots, you know, keep it real. Oh, we still not doing that. <laughs> we still not do something's never changed. We go double them all. Listen, man, I'm glad to have you back on because this is a conversation that we've been dying to have and Facts. you you were pressing me about it and then i was pressing you about it and this this was honestly like two months of us being like we got to do this pod we got to do this pod but exactly you know, life shit uh life shit that we won't get into here Exactly, and a whole bunch of other shit happened but let's jump into so we'll go from one all the way down to 40 um but we'll, we'll go and kind of we'll go in kind of groups so like i organize mine into five tiers kind of like a pyramid where the where the the first tier is the smallest, and then and then it kind of expands and widens as we as we go. So I, I think that's a good way to do it. Um, my tier one is simple, man. Uh, my tier one is three names, and okay. I think our three names should be the exact same. They will be. KD is my one. Giannis is my two. LeBron is my three. Is that your order or is that your three? <laughs> that's first of my, all, is that your three? That's my three. That's not my order though. Okay, what's your what's your order? My
1: order, you already know. King James still number one. He was injured, I believe, wholeheartedly. Yeah. So, and he's my number one still until proven otherwise.
0: My number two is KD. Okay, that so, man. So. so Giannis was three. Yes, Giannis is my third. I had to put Giannis two, bro. After what he did in the finals, like you, you just. I, I, I feel you. I, I honestly, I almost made tier one just KD and Giannis because <laughs> not that LeBron can't be number one, which is why he ultimately stayed in tier one, but. Because I just think that... I, Because I agree with you. LeBron is w- was not healthy last year. LeBron is still... When he is fully healthy, he is still arguably the best player on this earth. So that's why he's in Tier 1 kind of out of respect. But in a sense, it's also not crazy if LeBron reclaimed the throne. I think there will be like a six-week period where he'll, where he'll... Or like a four-week period this year where, where they'll be like, is LeBron the best player in the NBA again? I, I could see that happening. So that's why lebron is in tier one but for me he's third because he number one he wasn't healthy last year true this is going to be year 19 he has the second most minutes in nba history on his body um you know like we are seeing i've seen the last year and a half i have seen lebron slow down in some sense obviously he's still lebron but he is slowing down and I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I can't believe K D is one coming off of a torn Achilles. That is nuts to me. That is that's also nuts to me. But that's I mean he's nut. number two to me, yeah. so I mean it's not that far off. But still for him to be considered arguably the best player in the world is yeah. insane. And what makes KD over Giannis for me, um, and you had KD over Giannis as well, um, is just the the, the ability to score. Like he just I think he's honestly the greatest scoring forward ever. Like forward, yeah. Oh, honestly, and I think he's ar- arguably arguably the greatest scorer ever. I, I was really gonna think say that. yeah, as at least like talent wise, he to me is the because he just talented. has a mismatch on everybody. He's either too big, he's never too strong, so we're not seeing <laughs> that one. But he's, he's either too big or too quick, and he can shoot that. B- he can from he 30. can he can shoot it from thirty. He the can shoot it mid-die. any way you want, any way you want off of, off ball. Uh, create his own shot with, the, with the handle, like he—he's got it all. Fade away, he got every move. In but his Giannis, so, like, what Giannis did in that finals, man. He like them, you know, that fifty piece, <laughs> that fifty piece with right. with the defense too. Yeesh, like, bro, I, I just had to put Giannis two for that for that. But um, but Katie is is my is my one. Yeah. Let's jump to let's jump to tier two. So tier two is for me is is four people. Okay. First of all, do you agree with, uh, as we go through these tiers, do you agree that LeBron, Katie, Giannis should be, like, its own tier? Yes, I okay. agree with that. I okay, let's that. see if you agree with with where my cutoff is for Tier 2. Tier 2 is, for me, number 4, Luca; number 5, Kawhi, number 6, Curry, number 7, James Harden. That's my Tier 2. <laughs> so do we got some differences? Oh, yeah, we do. We definitely is do. Is it the same four, just different order? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're still going I think we're going to get to my prediction is I think we're going to get like 15 maybe even 16 deep before we have somebody that isn't the order will be different but we have somebody that the other person didn't have
1: I think I don't think we're going to get that far I think once we get to around like 12 to 15
0: we're going to have the first person we're like that. I'm pretty confident me. that 15 is our, our first 15 are the same just different order but go ahead with your go ahead with your um your your four through your four through seven. All right, yeah, cause my four through seven, honestly,
1: they're all really tight. So I'm not upset with that. With four that through 7 I'm not upset with how you had them maneuver. But my four through seven, I have Curry at four, Kawhi at five. I almost had Curry at four, Harden at six, and I got. Luca at seven. So I got you hard So you so, oh. Yeah, I oh, got okay. hardened slightly, slightly ahead of Luca. Slightly. Because my man Luca has never gotten out of the first round. I can't give him that. Bro. But come I can't dog. do it. He
0: I carried can't. he carried a bunch of donkeys.
1: He did, but he still ain't getting out the first round. I can't Not, do when, it.
0: When you have when you're guarded by Kawhi, who's arguably the greatest defender in the league. And, and and Paul George, you're just harassed by them constantly, and you still are dropping 40-piece, like, triple-doubles like it's nothing? Come on, man. Come on, bro. His second-best player was Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> Come on, dog. Um, Kawhi had Paul George and Marcus Morris. Now, now, if he would have beaten those people... And Reggie Jackson was playing like a fucking all star. Yes, man
1: is, And then uh, what's his face? The second year player was playing. Terrence Wilson. man, but yes. that was later. That was later. He's playing
0: he, good though. But yeah, uh, bro. Look, come on, man. Luka just Luka just it was crazy. Listen, Ledger. your your boy. Listen, I'll make I'll make the compare I'll make the comparison to your boy, not my boy. But like, the, what you always say to me about Zach Levine? He had nothing. <laughs> this guy Luka had <laughs> oh, nothing. Boy. He had just great coaching, and Rick Carlisle Rick is a great coach, which I think is, a, for the record, I think it's a mistake that they that they uh, moved on from Rick Carlisle. I mean, he but I, it he seemed quit like though. the tension, yeah. yeah, the tension between him and Luca, yeah, it was a serious yeah. beef they had. Yeah, so I get I get it, but like from just like a pure like basketball wise, I think Rick Carlisle was great.
1: Now, now, don't get me wrong, had Luca won that series, he definitely is my four, but since he did not win that series, I cannot he give took it him to, him him.
0: to seven, dog. He did. He took but, him to seven with Tim Hardaway Jr. I, and I. And Tim Hardaway Jr. is a nice role player, but he's nowhere near this top forty. Hey, KP should have <laughs> did better. I ain't gonna KP sold him. Yeah, KP. KP, ooh, KP sold him. Okay, so I almost had Curry though, just because of obviously how imp- impressive Curry was. I almost Absolute had him for. I had I had Kawhi over him. Um, you can argue me. You can argue me flipping Curry and Kawhi just because um, Kawhi was. Kawhi was great but that that those couple games he had game six and seven in the first round and like some of the moments he had in the playoffs just reminded me like as special as curry is um and we are splitting hairs here at this point Kawhi just that that two-way Ted that was two-way tough was, was 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 tough for me to, it was tough too. for me to go over and then Harden seven and you had Harden, you had Harden bull everybody but luca right yeah so i okay. had Harden six okay that makes, that, that makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Maybe I'm, I'm a little too high on look of a dog. I once, just look at what he did. And,
1: once he gets out of the first round, I'm definitely going to bump him up there. But he needs to get out he of ran the first into,
0: round He place. ran into a team that's perfectly built to beat him, though. That's true. But he also is perfectly built to beat them
1: as well. Literally. I mean, kind of. Literally, if Cor- Christophe Porzingis would have came through just a little bit, they win that series. They literally win. Literally. Okay. They probably win
0: in six. Tier three. Tier three, I have four people again. All right, I have Dame, Jokic, Embiid, and AD. So number eight, Dame. Number nine, Nico Jokic. Number ten, Joel Embiid. Number number eleven, AD. Um, first of all, do you agree with cutting off that tier there? Yes. Okay, and so, um, because looking at my number twelve, which we'll get to, um, is somebody that is somebody that I think that um. He's he's good but he's not that tier. Yeah. This is like so like tier 1 is obviously best player in the league, arguably best player in the league. Tier 2 is like you are for sure an MVP candidate. uh Kawhi obviously isn't playing this year, but you are either an MVP candidate, can potentially or, win multiple yes.
1: MVPs and
0: also be a leader. And too. then and then tier 3 is your is your if you get the right storyline narrative, you're an MVP candidate. Correct. And you can win it. Yeah. But like, you're only win like year. Yeah, but you're probably only winning like one, one at best. One at best. So okay, so so again, Dame eight, Jokic nine, and Embiid ten, AD eleven. What did you What did you have? Okay, so I got AD eight, even though he had a horrible okay. season. I just you know. Yeah, that's why he's that's why he's eleven for me. But I I mean I'll see, I could easily see a world in which he's eight at the end. Especially if he gets healthy again. Okay, I got
1: him eight. I got Embiid nine. I got the MVP Jokic ten, and I got Dame at eleven. Okay. okay. I think Dame just missed that top ten barely. Like it had Jokic not won MVP this year, I would have definitely had him over. I'd have had
0: Dame over Jokic. But since Jokic just went crazy this year and See, was able to stay healthy. I was arguing Jokic's MVP all season and why it was it was a good MVP. But at the end of the at the end of the day, I, I was I found myself surprised I slightly took Dame, but Dame just what he does in the definitely, playoffs. He's man. just so clutch. He's so unbelievably clutch. Like, like he, he just needs a that's why I had him eight, honestly. It's just like the way he the way he plays the game, man, like he can literally just carry absolutely nothing. He really can be like Steph Curry. Yeah.
1: Not exactly like the same, a, but he's literally Steph Curry like damn near. I feel bad even
0: saying Steph Curry like because he's just so fucking amazing. Yeah. I know, I do I do too. But um did you have Jokic over Embiid? And beat over Jokic. I hadn't beat over Jokic. That's fair. I respect that because of the defense. But yeah, that but man you, is a monster on but defense. But you know what? The, the way the way how good Nico Jokic runs that offense is just yeah. incredible. I love Kiki. He's not league. as bad of a defender as people say he is. I just think Joel Embiid's yeah. a lead defender. Yeah, he oh just, yeah, he is
1: obviously. Yeah, he just needs to like get in better shape. And like he yeah. was in good shape this year. and He's really but, but Joel healthy.
0: Embiid, the thing is about Joel Embiid is I be seeing him get gassed too much. Yeah. Which is why I slightly put Jokic over is because I have seen him like as the series went on, some of those series like he just had moments where he just was too tired. And I get it because Philly had no offense outside of him, but because you know your your second best player refuses to shoot. But that's <laughs> yes, a whole other thing. He f- refuses to do anything. All right, tier four. This is where it gets a little wider. This takes us to 20 for me. Okay. I'm so 20 now. is a cutoff for, All right. for tier four. All right. So number 12, I have Jason Tatum. Okay. Number 13, I have Trey Young. Number 14, I have Kyrie Irving. Number 15, I have Devin Booker. Number <laughs> 16, I have Paul George. Number 17, I have Jimmy Butler. Number 18, I have Bradley Beal. Number 19, I have Zion Williams. Number 20, I have Carl Anthony Towns. I called it. I called it. Okay. So. Your twelve through twenty, read it. Just read it off.
1: All later. right. I I called it. I knew twelve through fifteen was gonna be the one where he switched up. I called it. Is it Kyrie? Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not in my top fifteen. That's wild. No, neither like that. is Trey Young. But okay. Oh so, wow. Yeah. So mine goes
0: twelve, Jason Tatum. I think twelve Tatum is like kind of a lock. Yeah. Me. Like he kind of leads the. He does. He kinda he's leads clearly to me. It's twelve, Jason Tatum.
1: Thirteen, Paul George. 14, Jimmy Butler, 15, Zion Williamson, 16, Kyrie, 17, Trey, 18, Devin Booker, 19, Chris Paul, and
0: 20 is Bradley Bill. Wait, so who did you have that I didn't have Uh, in there? Or who did you, or, because you had Chris Paul, which wasn't in my 12 through 20. Who did, who wasn't, who wasn't in your 20 that I named? Tatum, Trey, Kyrie, Booker, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Bradley Beal, Zion, and Cat. It was Cat, right? Yeah. Okay. So Cat
1: is the person I flipped out. Okay. You. I knew it. And then our our twelve through fifteen. I'm is not totally completely mad different. at that, but
0: I'm not totally mad at that. But but Towns is that boy. So okay, so so where do we want to unpack here? So for actually, let's pack of let's let's first unpack with Kyrie not being your your top um fifteen. No, let's let's unpack Trey. We'll take it in order. So Trey was my 13. I am surprised that you don't have him very high. That's crazy because I absolutely adore Trey Young. And yeah. you know that. I absolutely love Trey Young. And you know, I was I was low-key. Like I was I wasn't shitting on him, but I was like, You was low-key like, talking
1: prove it. I was like, prove it. And he, he did. He did. You were talking down on him. You didn't think he was gonna get by 50. I'm like, I, I was like, he got a shot because Trey Young do his thing. My only issue is like you saw what Paul George did yeah. once, Kawhi, well, went once down. Kawhi went down. Absolutely. Just said, I Loki can do this, and then he went against Phoenix, yeah. and Loki
0: got two games off of him. Yeah, so I'm like, PG, PG impressed me. He did. He he did. He's 16, and he's that's like really good. Like I didn't think we had conversations throughout the year, and I don't think there. I think there were times when we said that he wasn't top 25. Yeah, we, and we said specifically, we said how many times did we say <laughs> over? He has all the tools in the like. He looks like a player that should be a top 10 player, but he's not An MVP caliber player. I was
1: calling him pandemic P for the longest time this year, but he just balled out. So I and kinda... this
0: tier to me can be classified as super duper duper outliers, but mostly, uh, but super duper MVP outliers. But um, but most of these guys are younger, so they, they they'll probably grow into that tier three where they can get like, some of, yeah. like as some of these older guys like Durant and LeBron phase out <laughs> Curry and, and Kawhi. Curry and um, then I I could see some of these guys like Tatum, Trey, uh, Zion, Booker, a, a, a I see but right now these are like fri- like super duper fringe MVP candidates yeah. for sure like all, all, in- all, all, all for sure all NBA considerations definitely either considerations or on the all or on, NBA team. or on the all NBA yeah. team I totally agree with that so yeah I'm surprised you you have um, let's get to let's get to uh, chris paul over over carl anthony towns because chris paul is not far he's coming up soon for me hey carl anthony towns coming up soon for me so so what what makes you put cp3 over towns is it just the fact that he's a a leader that's that's won games because carl anthony towns man like he i know he puts up stupid numbers and they lose but like i i i generally don't think he's i think he's a good player like i think i think he's it's weird that I feel I, I, I feel much m- more about him the way you feel about Levine. Like, I truly think that Cat is, like, a guy that can be otherworldly if he just gets the right piece around him or the right coaching yeah. or literally, like, just gets unlocked. And part of it is, like, the personal stuff that he went through last year, getting COVID, losing seven or eight family members to COVID. honestly. Um, uh, and then, again, there was also he was he was actually very close with Mac Miller. So he's had a he's had a very rough like um like personal couple couple years. <laughs> a little stretch, years. yeah, a little tough, and, little stretch. Um, and I think that that's affected his game. But I think when he showed, which it would any human. So I'm not I'm not condemning him for it. But I think that he slept on as as how talented he is. Like I think he I think he should for sure be a top twenty player. I think he should for sure be over Chris Paul, even though Chris Paul was absolutely sensational this year. And Chris Paul is not that far behind on my list, but. See, I just think I just think cat like
1: the reason I can't put I can't put cat over CP three is because CP three and Devin Booker to me are so close together in terms of like who's better.
0: I only give book the slight edge as I have book at eighteen. And well, Chris Ball I, I at think 19. the finals the final separated, but I felt that way all season. Yeah, but the finals separated it to me.
1: Yeah, definitely. But see, th- the thing was before, as we were talking about, the Suns were not even in the playoffs. Yeah. They were in the playing without CP3. Yeah, literally, they add him, him and maybe like one more, one or two more pieces, not really significant. Well, campaign did some. He did. He went crazy in the playoffs, yeah. but
0: but they you literally gotta, you, went from not you in there. At the end of the day, they are a team. I get you. They went from they went from playing tournament not not making the not making the playing tournament to literally NBA finals. But like and a two, two seed. Do Don't forget to, two seed. Yes we do have to acknowledge that like things did break right for them and I don't and I hate saying that stuff because the truth is the NBA is the NBA and things always happen so that's like that's not a fair argument but I I, I think that you know that does play like they do. if, if they got knocked out in the first round think about how different that story is if LA just was healthy knocked them out la's the better team blah 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 whatever they they won it's a good year for Phoenix they got the two seed. Great year a great year however, I think their story is much different that narrative is much much different if they lose in the first round to the to the Lakers yeah um, because then all of a sudden it doesn't go from missing the playoffs to NBA Finals it goes from missing the playoffs to first round and that's like the normal transgression that teams go through like we talk about like Atlanta Atlanta kind of skipped some levels you know what I mean they, they went do from, they went from you know no playoffs to Eastern Conference Finals I think that's gonna come back down this year they will um but anyways I, I I think that I think that Chris Paul over towns I I get it but I think that at the end of the day I would I would just take I would just take towns I felt like our 20 I felt like our 20 should have been the same 20 just a different order to be honest with you
1: I, t- I told you we were going to switch But that was
0: the that was the only difference right in our 20 other than order right so far that's been our first difference I think so Yeah that has been so yeah, because we had we both had Bradley bill in there. We so had the people, yeah. okay, tier five and tier five takes the rest of the list home for me. So it's <laughs> twenty one through forty. So uh. I'll read it all and then we'll and then we'll we'll dissect. And this will this will be a lot of us probably asking each other, "Wait, so where was this guy? So yeah. where was that guy?" Okay, so let me read it off. Okay, so quickly, I have twenty one Chris Middleton, 22, <laughs> 22, <laughs> 22 Chris Paul. 23, Jamal Murray, 24, Donovan Mitchell, 25, Ben Simmons, 26, Jalen Brown, 27, Clay Thompson, 28, Drew Holiday, 29, Bam, 30, Russell Westbrook, 31, Julius Randle, 32, Draymond Green, 33, Rudy Gobert, 34, Zach Levine, 35, Sabonis, uh, 36, uh, SGA, 37, Jeremy Grant, 38, Niko Vucevic, 39, Brandon Ingram, 40, Pascal Siakam. Brandon Ingram was originally forty, and that shocked me. Oh wait, oh you have Brandon. In- that is crazy.
1: And you switched it. To- Who did you ha- end up uh, I
0: ended up switching Pascal forty. I'm glad you did that because Brandon yeah, Ingram pa- is better than Pascal. He is okay, but okay. So I'll I'll, I'll leave it here so you can kind of relook at it as you. But wh- where do you where do you want? Just read your twenty one through forty. All and right, then we'll, and then we'll kind of unpack.
1: Oh, this is going to be crazy. this is good. This is crazy. Okay, so mine goes. 21, Donovan Mitchell. 22, Cat. 23, Zach Levine. 24, Russell Westbrook. 25, Bam. 26, wow. Rudy. 27, Jalen Brown. 28, Ben Simmons. 29, Chris Middleton. 30, Julius Randle. 31, Demonis Abonis. 32, Brandon Ingram. 33, Shea. 34, De'Aaron Fox. 35, John ja Morant. 36, Pascal Siakam, 37, Drew Holiday, 38, Gordon Hayward, 39, Kyle Lowry, and 40 is where I get Nikola Vucevic. He's in my forty.
0: Okay. So, let's first start with the players that, um, let's, no, let's start with the Middleton thing, because that's clearly that's great. the biggest that's, difference. That really is. that's crazy to me. It is. And like I said, the, the name, though, that I kept, the names that I kept thinking about as, like, okay... Objectively, like Middleton, like is you know obviously a good product of of his system. Like he's kind of set up perfectly to be the closer and the and their their best perimeter defender, and he does that and he does it very well. And he went amazing. He he played amazingly well in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals, which is why I have him so high. Um, but like the names I kept looking at is like, is he really better than Jamal Murray? Is he really better than Donovan Mitchell? Is he really better than Ben Simmons? Jalen Brown. And that's kind of where I stop because Clay, Clay, I have at twenty seven, and Clay is is pro, uh, obviously pre pre injury. Clay is, is much better than Middleton. Oh, much but, better. But um, you know, I I am putting Clay at twenty seven because I feel like he's going to be a gr- uh, a great player, but he's not going to be what he uh, what he was, um, just coming off of a torn ACL and and Achilles back to back. But the reason I had Chris Middleton so high is that I think that Chris Middleton just played absolutely excellent in the in the in the conference finals in the finals and he's a great two-way player. He's a he's established himself as a great closer as well. Yeah. Um so I just had him there for for basically cuz this this is my top 40 for right now. I think that that can easily change um every night, but but and it will definitely be different by the end of the season. But I I think that Chris Middleton just the way he played like I mean, that offense needed him. Because it was just Giannis running to the basket. And outside of Giannis running to the basket, you got almost nothing from Drew Holiday offensively from time to time. He was super inconsistent. Chris Middleton was the engine of that offense. In, in, in a sense. Obviously, it, the, the main engine was Giannis. But, but like especially come closing time, they just gave the ball to Chris Middleton. And Chris Middleton was their closer. They said, take us home. And he was doing that. And he did it well enough to get them a championship. Um, and Phoenix was a good defensive team. Atlanta you know um it's the playoffs so it's always going to be hard to score but uh but at the end of the day what he did against phoenix in the playoffs was um in the finals was was really impressive and that's why he's 21 right now and it's kind of a a prisoner of the moment thing just like how ad was 11 but i can clearly see a world in which ad is eight Eight. like tomorrow you know i mean he could come back looking like ad tomorrow and he's and he's eight instead of instead of 11. and that's kind of just how i see where Chris Middleton is at.
1: So I'm gonna do the thing
0: that you just you did with me earlier
1: with Chris Paul and Kat. Honestly, like had Chris Middleton lost to Brooklyn, had that team lost to Brooklyn like how they were supposed to before injuries happened. Hundred percent. Chris Paul not Chris Paul, Chris Middleton probably would have been thirty seventh on my list. So he did go from thirty seven in my mind to twenty nine. Yeah, so, so he made a jump. He made a considerable jump. But those people, there's people under him who I think is better. But yeah. what he did throughout the playoffs, I'm like, I got to give it to you. Yeah. But personally, some of them people I had was better. But some of the people I, who I have above him, to me, could replace, could have replaced him and have still won it all. Yeah. Like, I know you're sleeping on him, but Zach Levine definitely could have done it to, for me. Zach Levine could have done it. I don't think it.
0: so just because they, needed, because they need Giannis to be the free safety and so Chris Middleton is their defender. Obviously, offensively, yes, Levine could do what Middleton. He I, I would think definitely do yes. better. Yeah, better. I think Jalen Brown could have done Chris it as well. Too. I think Jalen Brown could have did what Chris Middleton did. Is Jalen Brown as good of a shot creator as Chris Middleton? That's a question I asked myself. I think he's better. You think so? Yeah. I don't. Jalen Brown's averaging like 24. I think he could. And defensive wise, I, I, they're probably I, I, nearly I the same. I like, I like, I like, uh, I like Milton's handle better. No, defensive wise, I agree. They're they're in the same ballpark to me. But I think that um, I, I I don't know. I like I like Milton's handle better. And Donovan Mitchell definitely, Donovan Mitchell definitely yeah. could have. Donovan is the one where I'm just like, I really want to put him over. That
1: really, you having Jamal Murray on there honestly shook shook me because Jamal Murray is not even a top ten point guard to me. He's not even. Yeah, wait, where, where was Shamal on your list? He's in my honorable mentions. Wow, he's not even on my. 40. Wow, I
0: thought I thought I for sure heard him. No, he's not even in my. So let me see yours again. He's not so, even in my forty. Okay, wow. Um, another another disagreement we had was uh having Russ as high as twenty four. Yeah. Um, you had Draymond in there as well. I don't even have Draymond nowhere near my yeah. things. So our differences are, I have Dray. I have Draymond, and I have, uh, and I have who did I just name Jamal Murray and Jeremy Grant. I don't got Jeremy, Jeremy Grant in Grant. there. Those are the three differences. Oh, and and De'Aaron Fox. That's four. And Ja Morant. Oh, you do have Ja. Oh, see three to five. I called it earlier. And then Kyle. Who's Kyle, Kyle? Kyle Lowry. Oh, Kyle Lowry. You have Kyle Lowry in the top forty. I do. Wow. I I think highly
1: of the point guard so position.
0: Yeah, I can I can tell that. Point guards point guards so run then, the lead. So then who else don't you do you not have SGA? Oh no, no I do. You do. Shay Shea is thirty three for you. Yeah, I got Shay. So then who's the other oh Clay Thompson, that's right. You too. Yeah, he's guys. he's injured that's right now, so that's that's fair. That's fair to reserve a right on him. I'll give you a pass on that. So yeah, we really have like essentially four differences. Because Clay to me is is kind of a pass. Um what are the so why do you have Russ twenty four? Because I have Russ 30. Because at the end of the day,
1: even though he made the triple-double look like nothing. Yeah. He's clearly I, a great player. Bro. Honestly, just think about it. Like There was no triple-doubles like this, especially averaging triple-doubles, mm-hmm. for like 50 years. 50 years. Literally, Oscar Robinson, who did it once. And this man has done it three years in yeah. a row while also leading the league in assists. Three
0: times. I ain't gonna lie to you, it feels kind of crazy. It feels prisoner of the moment to have Drew Holiday slightly over over Westbrook. It does. But I I still feel like I just remember that Houston series, man, where the Lakers were just like, fuck Westbrook. Let him shoot a million shots. <laughs> and like that that means something to me. I'm not I'm not the guy who's like anti Westbrook who's like who's like, yeah, Westbrook's the worst, he's inefficient. No. I think that Westbrook's inefficiency is also at the same time what makes him great. It's kind of the it's kind of the double edged sword. Like you need him to have that aggression because if he doesn't have that aggression, then he's not he's not an off ball shooter. So what what does he bring to the table? So you kind of have to take some of that inefficiency in order to get the best out of, out of Westbrook. So I'm not I'm I'm not hating on Westbrook. like me Westbrook 30. I st- I still look at him as a very good player, but I just remember that Houston series where you could game plan against him like that. And truth be told. Drew Holiday was mad inconsistent offensively mad, in, in, in the playoffs, and that was surprising to me because he never struck me as an inconsistent player before. But this year he was inconsistent in the playoffs, and but you know what? The whole series, everybody still guarded him, everybody still respected him. That's because he can shoot, though. See, yeah. Russell Westbrook is our is our version. I just think I just think shooting just matters so so much, and I know that's a simple thing to say in two thousand twenty one, but. When it comes to basketball, like I think these guys like these these Westbrooks, these Ben Simmons, these Giannis, like Yeah. Not there's no ways there's crazy. ways around it. There's ways around it. Like obviously Giannis just found out, fuck you guys. I'm Giannis is a different breed because he's literally like I'm just more athletic than everybody. Like, I'm just more physically gifted than everybody, which is crazy. But uh, you know guys like guy and, and ben simmons is kind of that to an extent but like westbrook and 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 all of them it's just it's if you don't got that shot man it really really is tough and so that combined with the obvious the inefficiencies that we don't have to talk about with westbrook that had him 30 so he wasn't that much lower but he's like what six spots lower for me yeah um this was another one that i had that um we, we talked about clay um yeah, again Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, dude, I have him I have him so high because of what that bubble was was everything. Like he went crazy in that bubble and he was playing great last year before he got hurt. He was well, well, But he, he was no, he was up and down in the, yeah. but he got it together. And he started picking it up and then as he started picking it up, he ended up getting hurt, so Yeah. I think he's just I think he's just a prime time playoff performer. That's why I have him so high. Is I I just trust that Last time we saw Jamal Murray in the playoffs, he was giving us 50 pieces. I disagree
1: with that, actually. I think he was a prime time performer in that one setting. In the bubble? Yeah, but usually, other than that, he looks like a choke show. He's honestly, like, if you
0: look at his stuff, he's kind of like a yeah, choke show. Yeah, but I think show. that that was him turning the corner. Not that he's going to keep doing that, yeah. But that like, but that was him turning the corner, like, mental wise. And I think that I think that next time Jamal Murray we see him in the playoffs, which is hopefully this year, hopefully he'll be back in time for the playoffs and and you know, I I won't fully judge him this playoff no matter how great he is just because he's expected to come back sometime in March or April, so that's like in line with the playoffs and you're just coming off a torn ACL dude, like you're not going to come back and hit the ground running. Like right. you have to rehab and stuff like that. So really the 2000 It's crazy to say this, but the 2023 playoffs, I think we're gonna really find out about Jamal Murray. Uh, Like, it sounds like a goofy thing to say, but I'm I'm serious with that. But I just have him 23 because I have the faith. Wait, where did you have Donovan Mitchell at? You had him under Jamal Murray, right under? That to me is absolute crazy. Because I looked at their numbers back to I looked at their numbers so hard last year or last year's numbers, and Jamal had. had a better assist to turnover ratio. He was more efficient um, in, in, in his in his shooting, and obviously it, it helps that he has the great Nico Jokic yeah. running running the yeah. offense. But but Donovan like that offense, that Utah offense, even though he doesn't have like a Jokic, like he has a lot of great. Uh, that is a great offense with a with a lot of weapons in a, in a system that because you take away you like. Not Take away Jokic, but obviously outside of Jokic and Jamal, and now like Michael Porter's kind of stepping into that role, like those other guys are just kind of there. Oh, uh, uh, well, not anymore. Now they got Aaron Gordon. I was like, so really, it's just one person that's that will in Barton the low key can center. score. No, will and Barton will be going Bart, crazy. He can't score, he can score. So no, maybe that's no. not the best example because I
1: was about to say Donovan. You got to think Donovan Mitchell, it low key is honestly Donovan Mitchell or yeah, bust, yeah, even though you have Mike Conley. You have Jordan Clarkson and you have Bog Bonyan Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. It all starts with Donovan Mitchell absolutely going ballistic. Yeah. Without him going ballistic, they don't even have a chance. They really don't. They go crazy once he go crazy. While Jamal goes crazy because Jokic just setting things up and doing everything. Donovan is the one. Well, who's there got was to a lot of this. times
0: where where Jamal is like is like. Co-running the like type of thing, like where Jamal, there was a lot of times, especially in the bubble when when Denver was great, was that was when Jamal had the ball and Jokic was was either just like a screener, which is obviously part of the offense, but there was a lot of times when when the, the responsibility was on Jamal, even though Jokic is the best player and the engine of the offense, there was a lot of times in which Jamal was uh Jamal was like l- very very crucial in doing what Donovan does, but. You can, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at you arguing Donovan over, over Jamal. Um, I, to me, I think they're, I think they're pretty, I think they're pretty similar. Um, and I know that, I know that that's a disagreement from you, considering yeah, Jamal didn't make your top forty. He didn't. I think there's other point guards way
1: better than Jamal. I just don't think Jamal's Jamal's good, you know. I think you're haunted
0: by fantasy. That, I think you're haunted by fantasy basketball. That,
1: but like Jamal just isn't as nice to me as he should be. Ben like, Simmons was twenty five for me. Where was
0: where was he for you?
1: Oh Ben Simmons wasn't Loki, let's see.
0: Ben Simmons was twenty eight for me. Okay. So that so that's similar. Um Drew Holiday where was where? Drew Holiday was thirty seven for me. Thirty seven? Okay, yeah. See, I had him twenty eight. Yeah, so that was our big difference. We talked about Drew Holiday. Um Bam, where was he for you? I had Bam at twenty five. I have him at twenty nine. Oh, okay. Um, the people he was below was uh Ben Simmons, Jalen uh, Jalen Brown, Klay Thompson, Drew Holiday. Low key though, I I might like
1: that better with Bam and Ben. Yeah, being switched, I think I do like Ben better than Bam personally.
0: I have Julius Randle thirty one, um, oh, which have- is crazy because Julius Randle was, uh, so let's talk about Julius Randle and Rudy Gobert. So I, so my three, these are three players in a row, but I really want to focus on just two of them. Julius Randle, Draymond Green, who's not on your list, so we can have a separate small discussion there. Yes. But, but let's focus on Julius Randle and Rudy Gobert because those two, Julius Randle 31, um, Rudy Gobert 33, those two in particular were both made our all-NBA teams, if I remember correctly, when we did our podcast.
1: Julius Randle and who?
0: And And Rudy Gobert made our all NBA. They did. They did. And that shows you how broken all NBA is because sometimes it just comes down to who are the best players. I get that there's positions involved and I'm not doing the math off the top of my head but but the 33rd best player on your on your list should not be uh should not be oh, on NBA? on one of the 15 best roster uh 15 roster spots for all NBA. Like am I tripping on that? No. Nah. But like, also, how much do you? How, also, to be fair, how like Rudy Gobert's stock was hurt in the playoffs, obviously, it was. because of what happened with with him getting kind of run off the floor at the end. So that and Julius Randle's was too. He with that, got, with that, yeah, with that Atlanta thing. Got him What do you, do you think? Do you think Julius Randle would have been like, I don't know, ahead of, I don't know, like you're behind what Ben Simmons, maybe above Bam. If we just went off regular season yeah he probably he definitely been better than Bam he probably would have been better than Jalen
1: Brown honestly too for me so he'd have been I just after I after, after you told playoffs, me something yeah I just switched around Ben and Bam so now I do have Ben at uh, 25 but I got Ben and Bam at 28 because I'm like I actually do like Ben better than Bam
0: Ben is just such a Ben better than Bam I like... just the way you saying it I like it it's goofy but Ben better but yeah, I think those are two players that their cases got hurt in the playoffs. Thanks. I think that those are two players that they would have been higher had we uh, had we done this at the end of the season rather than at the end of the um, entire playoffs. Honestly,
1: Bounce probably got in hurt too because he didn't go. He didn't yeah. go
0: crazy in the playoffs either. I mean, he didn't. I mean, it was a first round exit. Literally, so like it's four. It's four. It's four games. You know, <laughs> they didn't get a single game. Um. Okay. I have Levine thirty four, which you had him like what twenty oh six. Had him at 23. 23. That's okay. crazy to me. Zach Levine is so amazing. Listen, man, he's, I mean, still, listen, this is progress for him to be in my top 40. But he, listen, he, play, he played well this season, but they still just didn't win games. And When Zach Levine went down with COVID protocol, they started winning games. And I'm not saying that, obviously, I'm not saying that Zach Levine, your team is better off without Zach Levine. That Chicago team is not better off without Zach Levine. However, Zach Levine does not impact winning the way his numbers would suggest, in my opinion. And I could say the same thing for Carl Anthony Towns, for you. see, that's where we just disagree. Like I have a soft spot for I'm on Towns Island, you're on you're on Levine yeah, Island. Yeah, that, that my,
1: my Zach
0: Levine is your Carl Anthony Towns. We both yeah. we're like that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Except I
0: don't think that's as not. lowly of Cat as you do Zach Levine. That's true. But but Cat with he has a two way ability, which is why I see I see him translating more to wins than I do Levine.
1: I I don't disagree with that, but I don't think Zach Levine's horrible on defense. I think, I think he's I think he's. Below, I think he's below average. For I sure. I think he's decent. I think he's decent on that, and his playmaking got better, so that would be able to help. Plus, with his the, the way his new team is set up, I think they
0: can fight for maybe like a fifth or sixth seed this year. They can. I still think they're getting bounced in the first round. Oh, because I I don't <laughs> yeah, they think, will. I don't think that their roster like construction like works.
1: Literally, they either have to go against Philly, Brooklyn, Miami,
0: or Milwaukee. Like yeah. they, they not or Atlanta. <laughs> Maybe maybe yeah, Atlanta jumps Atlanta. Philly if Philly has a di- disastrous season. Exactly, because Ben Simmons is definitely not coming back. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um. Okay. Sabonis, so SGA Jeremy Grant Niko Vucevic Brandon Ingram and Pascal is my is my closeout. Um. What do you want to touch on on that? And then we'll get to honorable mentions. Where did you have uh Sabonis at? Thirty-five. Oh, I have him at
1: thirty-one. You had Pascal where? Uh, forty. I got him at thirty six, and I have Jeremy Grant, uh, who didn't make your list. No, no, he didn't make my list. But I have Brandon. I have Brandon Ingram at thirty two. Brandon Ingram, I think highly of him. Okay, think... so read
0: your thirty five through forty real quick, just to see where see where we're at. Okay, thirty five is
1: John Morant, thirty six is Pascal Siakam, thirty seven is Drew Holiday, thirty eight is Gordon Hayward, thirty nine is Kyle Lowry. 40, oh, that's what it is—the Hayward, it? the Lowry, the yeah. yeah then I got I, I got
0: at forty, like you though. Or yeah, he's he's thirty-eight for me because he's obviously a very talented offensive center, but defensive. Yeah, he's, he's a poor, He's garbage, a poor man's Jokic. He really is without but, playmaking. But I would say.
1: He couldn't be the poor man Jokic because Sabonis is already— Is he more
0: of a poor man? Is he more of a poor man's— No, he's more of a poor man's DeMarcus cousin when DeMarcus was good. Yeah, you have to because, be a poor man's because DeMarcus Because Sabonis is a playmaker like Jokic. Yeah, he would be the poor man's version to me of uh, Jokic. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I
1: got him so high on my list. Yeah,
0: Sabonis is nice. SGA I just want to give flowers to I know I know you had him like 33 I had him 33. 36 so it's not really yeah. worth arguing we kind of feel view, view him the yes, same he's amazing he's, he's that boy Absolutely he definitely probably going to go up higher on this list eventually in the yeah, future Absolutely Um Brandon
1: Ingram 39 Does it, I, I disagree I, heavily with that yeah. honestly I think Brandon Ingram personally personally is better than Chris Middleton easily but Chris Middleton did what he did in the playoffs, and Brandon Ingram is not even sniffing the playoffs.
0: So I couldn't have give him that place in the right. I don't know, right man. I just feel like I just feel like when I watch him play, like I feel like I feel like I, I'm not getting into defensive side because the defense isn't his. It isn't his expertise, but Offensively, I just I don't know, man. When I watch him, I just feel like he's not as good as he as as um, his numbers suggest. I think he's. Amazing and his numbers are. Well, cool. I think he's really good. I just don't think he's as good as I think his numbers. I don't know. There's something about him that's just a little bit forgettable offensively, which is, you know, like, but I mean, when like, I'm talking when I'm comparing him to these people. Yeah,
1: he's honestly to me, Brandon Ingram's like a lesser Paul George on just offense. You're talking, obviously. yeah, not not the two in this, obviously, but I think uh, Brandon Ingram's a better playmaker though than Paul George is. Brandon Ingram's a really a pretty good playmaker. He just doesn't yeah. really get credit for it because Zion was really running the offense later True. on in the
0: season. True. But, and I think that's part of why I have him thirty nine instead of a little bit higher. It's just because I I think that like Zion just takes from Ingram and it's not the it's not the most perfect fit for him yeah. too. So that's why I have it. I I have him thirty thirty nine. It's because he can't play off uh he can't play off ball like he should be able to. His off ball isn't nearly as good as Chris Middleton is. Okay, let's go with okay. So you clearly had a lot of point guards that close out. You had De'Aaron Fox, you had John Morant, you had Kyle Man. Lowry. You said you, you, you hinted at this earlier. So you just put a lot of stock in the in the value of the point guard position, and how tough it is, and I yes. and I res, and I respect that. But to me, this top forty list is just the best players, and like it does factor in. It factors in everything. It does factor in, um, you know, your responsibilities to the team. Uh, how much you've impacted the winning, what your numbers are, all all of those things do matter. So it's not that like what you're equating doesn't matter to me. I just think you I just think you put more value in um, the positions than you need to. Like to me, the top forty list comes down to just like who are the forty best hoopers, who are the forty best ball players in the NBA.
1: And I also think. That
0: De'Aaron Fox and John Morant are definitely the forty in the top forty. I think they absolutely should be at the end at the end of this season. And I don't De'Aaron Fox was on my honorable mention, so I'll read that in a
1: minute. But I just don't I couldn't count forty players in my mind that was better
0: than John Morant and De'Aaron Fox. John Morant just had too many moments where he just was like he he had a lot of up and down last year he did but what saved but him he went through a lot he went through he went through covid and he went through um ankle injury and a, i think another ankle injury i have for fantasy man it was a mess i got like i got like i got like four good weeks out of john that's Morant why you're down on, that's why you're down on him no you had him in fantasy no i just well y- in a sense yes because <laughs> i watched him closely more closely than anybody and yeah. i was frustrated with this man getting like nine point games and like but he, but his playmaking is is very, very good. Top, he's he is, definitely top 10. He is honestly, you know, he kind of felt like it. At times, he ranged from like, and this is going to be weird comparison because it's two different sports. But I can't think of the, the NBA equivalent of it right now. But like there were times when he looked like Derrick Rose, the, the franchise player. Yeah. And then there was times he looked like a game manager. Like he was Alex Smith, 49ers quarterback, where he was just kind of like making the like, okay, Mike Conley. There yeah. We go. So like Conley. he looked, he ranged between like Mike Conley and um, and uh, who, Derrick Rose, Derek, Prime, Derrick Rose. Like he 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 had that range of of uh throughout the season, and it was and it was frustrating. Like I think he's he's just he's a young guy, he's figuring it out. I still think he's going to be the best player in that draft class dude um, that is definitely possible it's definitely definitely possible he is uh he is amazing so i'm not I, like him not being on my top 40 is any indictment against him it, it, it projecting forward it's just right now last last season last season he was like he had great games he had 30 point triple doubles this, but then he also had games where he had like four points <laughs> and you know he just sure. i think i think i just want a little bit more consistency to be in my top 40 See the reason why he made my top forty,
1: and what really saved him is what he did against Utah in the playoffs. Yeah, that man went absolutely bonkers.
0: I feel like that's one of the most forgotten things of the playoffs.
1: Yes, he went. He stole a game. Yeah, and also he led them to the playoffs. Like without him, they don't get to the playoffs. Of course, he he is like he affects winning. His playmaking affects winning. So I have to.
0: 100% 100% I respect all that I just I just If he was just a little bit more consistent But he does He does consist. The one thing he is consistent Is he is consistently Positively impacting his team And, and moving towards wins So I, I, I'm i not mad at him Being on the list at all If anything I'd probably throw him over Pascal Because Pascal just Pascal is just Since winning the championship I yeah. don't know I've kind of got I've just kind of gotten off on Pascal And then Like De'Aaron Fox I just really think he in a bad situation Yeah like, I mean, you ain't gonna, you ain't ever gonna get an argument from me about be, Sacramento being a good like, situation. Like, like let's say him out my, my boy Kang Kangs should never trade Russell Westbrook to bet.
1: <clears throat> like, let's say if uh, De'Aaron Fox is on the Pacers, mm-hmm. the Pacers low key nice, they real nice. He they best player for sure. Nah, he might not be their best player, but he definitely going crazy on there. He he would be fighting with Sabonis though, because I think very highly of De'Aaron Fox. He is I think absolutely he could. a monster. I think he could.
0: I think you could flirt with that. I think it could be a 1-A1B thing. Yeah, I definitely bonus. can see that cuz he is he's nasty. Cuz Darren Fox is one of my very very close honorable mentions, like probably my first or second honorable mention. Um but uh real quickly, you have Gordon Hayward. I don't think that Gordon <laughs> Hayward is better than Jeremy Grant.
1: Uh, you know why I have Gordon Hayward now that now that I'm thinking about it? Gordon Hayward's a nice playmaker. He is a nice playmaker, and he also let's not forget what he was doing in Utah. Like yeah. he's the only reason but that he was is terrible. Years from that who? was,
0: but the only reason he was terrible with Boston is it's a, a 2021 top 40, bro, not the 2017 <laughs> top 40. You're right, you're right. Because that that 2017 Gordon Hayward, whew, that menace. was a menace, or was menace. it 16? Whatever. Anyways, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. That last season in Utah, he was that boy.
1: But the reason you gotta the issue is. People sleep on Gordon Hayward because he had that little Boston stint. But the problem with Boston was a, he got hurt literally the first game there, traumatically too. Like so, then that second year he wasn't even healthy, and he was playing through it still, kind of you know because mm-hmm. he. And then the third year when he finally was you know actually healthy, they had that weird season where they yeah. where, where the chemistry issues were bad. But and you know Jason Tatum's gonna be the man now. He's the man. Yeah. you got uh you got uh Jalen Brown was really nice and he's they you know bumping him up and you also got Campbell Walker so it was just a weird situation but when he got hurt that was the reason why they honestly lost in Miami cuz his injury yeah so and he's just like a nice little playmaker to set things up
0: and as soon as he, he left he's a good he's a good he's a much better modern version of what Batum was yes wait well I wouldn't say way better because Batum was a better defender in his prime he was but Offensively, they're not but even yes, close. Offensively, yes, Hayward is Hayward is nice. So I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I just think Jeremy Grant is better because Jeremy Grant is a better defender, and I think he's a better and I think he's a better scorer. I think I think Hayward I disagree with that. I think Hayward's a better playmaker. I think, I think
1: his I think Gordon can shoot better than him. The numbers I I think would suggest that as well.
0: I mean, I and his efficiency, he's definitely more efficient, I think, as well. Yeah, but Jeremy I mean, Grant. Jeremy Grant had no spacing in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, they told Isaiah Stewart to shoot threes at the end of the season. <laughs> they are like, "Well, you might as well throw up threes too, my boy." Yeah, like, bro, that was that that was tough. I think give I think give Jeremy Grant some more spacing, like he. He's uh I, I think I think he's slightly better. Gordon Hayward, to be fair, is on my is on my honorable mentions and he's high on my honorable mentions too. Jeremy but. Grant is high on my honorable mentions. All right, let's let's get to those and get out of here then. Yeah, so, let's do it. Honorable mentions for me. Um how many do you want to read? Do you want to read to fifty? I'm definitely going to fifty. Let's okay, to 50. that's fair. All right, so my forty one, which I'm surprised because I thought he was going to be on yours, and I thought you were gonna be surprised and immediately notice that he's not on my top forty. Is DeAndre Oh. <laughs> because of how how much I I I uh I talked about his importance to Phoenix's run. He was important. To and um I thought I I think he's I think I think Fox is my forty one. ayton's my forty two. Um and then after that it'd be it'd be a, a combination of no in no order. Uh Lamelo Ball has to be considered. Yeah. Colin Sexton to me has to be considered. Gordon Hayward has to be considered. John Morant has to be considered. Um, low key, Dejounte Murray. I want to give Dejounte Murray some love here. His flowers. Terry Rozier as well. Low key, I kind of forgot about him. Terry Rozier is a, was a bucket last season. Tobias is still up and down, but he still he still deserves to be considered. C.J. McComb deserves to be considered. Uh, Mike Conley had a great season last season, but no, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in the same tier as everybody else. And then and then uh, Christian Woods and DeMar DeRozan, and that'll round out my. Um, That'll round out my honorable mentions. Okay, my honorable men. My I have honorable a few mentions. More, but I won't. I won't name them. My honorable
1: mentions is definitely different from yours. Okay. So my my first one, my forty one is Lamelo Ball. He barely missed the list for yeah, me. Yeah, he barely missed it for me too. He's probably one of the closer ones. Literally, like I think he's probably he's gonna, like three or four spots away. I think he's gonna jump into my thirties next
0: year. Probably higher. Honestly, I think he's gonna go crazy it. next year. I I don't know if he can go. I don't know if he can go higher than. I don't know if he can get twenty nine or twenty eight. Yeah, probably not that high, but he'll definitely
1: jump in the 30s. Then my 42 that you didn't even mention, Michael Porter, Michael Porter Jr. I think, like, he his efficiency, his efficiency was just ridiculous. This man shot 54% from the field and 45% from the three while averaging 18 to 20 points a game. Like, he, to me, right now, in my mind, is the second best player in Denver. Hmm. Then for my 43, I had Jeremy Grant. My 44, I had Malcolm Brogdon. My 45, I got your boy Jamal. That's that's where I see him. 46, I had DeAndre Ayton there. 47, I had DeMar DeRozan. 48, I had Colin Sexton. 49, I had CJ McCollum. And 50, I got Terry Rozier to round it out. Okay.
0: I like that. Uh, I like that list over, overall. Um. So let's let's end with this. Who's one name? It can be in your. It, you, okay, you you named Lamelo. So give me give me the opposite end of it. We'll do one of each. We'll do one person that you think is either in your top forty and you think is going and you expect, or you you have a feeling could fall out or fall drastically, or so uh uh and somebody that and somebody that you think is is either in your top forty. And could jump into, uh, or is not in your top forty, and could jump in, which you named Lamelo. So, like, can I name another let me, person? Let me with him? On, Sorry, let me rephrase that because yeah. I didn't, I didn't put that the right way. So somebody in your, they can be either in your top forty or outside of your top forty, but you think that they could fall drastically. So give me one of those, and then you gave me already Lamelo Ball, somebody who's outside your top forty that you think can jump in. But give me, yeah, give me somebody they can, they can be in your top forty or they don't have to be. But um, but somebody that you that we name that you think that you could just see really uh, really falling on your list. Can I give two for each? Because I had another person I was thinking about. Okay. So the first person who
1: I think that's in my top forty that can fall out of my top forty is Kyle Lowry. He's on the Miami Heat, so yeah. he's probably gonna do less. So I I definitely see him falling f- further from my top forty. And also, I see Drew Holiday falling from my top forty as well. Okay. And then for the people who I think are, are going to place replace those two or jump in, I think it's going to be LaMelo, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. But I also think Michael Porter Jr., especially because uh, Jamal Murray's not going to be healthy right off the bat. He's right. still, I think he's still going to be hurt at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, Jamal's not coming back till at least March. Yeah, so I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to absolutely go crazy. So those two are probably my top two picks and choices to hop up in the 40s, in my top yeah top 40s. Mm-hmm. There's probably other people I could choose, but those are like
0: my leading candidates. Okay, yeah, you know what? You've talked me into it. I agree. I think that, um, like, I I have Lamelo like basically kind of forty three right now. Um, I think he a hundred percent. I I think he will because Fox I could feel like could move into my top forty as well, but I don't think he'll boom the way Lamelo can boom in my top. Like, yeah, like I I agree with the take that like. There is a world in which like Lomel is like 32, 33 for me. Somewhere like that. And um, so I think he can boom boom up the charts. So I'll say Lamel is somebody that I can think can jump in. And another person I think that can jump in is Ja Morant. So Lomel and Ja are my two that, that I think can really jump in. But I do think some others can. I think De'Aaron Fox can, um, all of that. But just the, the two that I would put the most money in, in, in jumping in are uh, LaMelo and Ja. And people that I could see falling out of the top 40 are Draymond Green for me. Definitely, definitely. Draymond, Draymond Green for me. And uh, and who else would I have fall out? Um, oh, and Pascal. I mean, I know that's cheap because he's my 40, but, um, but Pascal. And if you want one more that's not... Um, True, it might be Jamal Murray because he's gonna be hurt. I well, I'm not gonna take, I'm not gonna move him. I'm gonna specifically not move him until I see him play and he's not like I gotta, I gotta judge you off of when you play. All I right. can't judge you off of not playing. What about Clay? You know what I'm saying? When Clay, Clay could potentially fall out to top 40 because he might, He gonna yeah, get back rookie. That's a, rest a good name. That's a good name. Yep, Clay, Clay, Clay would be the other one then. Because um, I don't, I see Jeremy Grant getting better, not worse. Maybe not, Definitely. maybe not moving up the list, but like I don't see him regressing. So I could see, yeah. So that that's perfect. So Clay, uh, Clay, Draymond, and uh, and Pascal are my three I could see falling out, and then fall, and then entering in. I would say again Lamelo, uh, Ja, and then probably either De'Aaron Fox or DeAndre Ayton, if DeAndre Ayton takes it takes another step forward. So. That'll be it for us for the top forty of the NBA season coming into it. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for our obviously our fantasy basketball league finalizing that. Oh yeah, I'm going crazy this year, y'all. Mark my words, I'm making the playoffs. Trust guaranteed. You, we will we will be updating you about about our fantasy basketball league throughout these podcasts, like absolutely, and and of course you'll probably see some through social media and text and all that, but. I'm very excited, man. I'm very excited for NBA basketball to be back. Um, my plan is to have uh, in-depth conference previews uh, of each conference of the East and the West before the season starts. Um, don't know dates yet on when to when to get those up, um, but I wanted to do this top forty and then as well as those those two um, those two conference previews. Um, I was gonna I, I'm gonna step away from the division format that I that I usually do just because this year I. Six podcasts to record in two weeks is a lot, considering my my schedule, my workload right now, um, with with the with the stuff in Detroit that I do, the Instagram content, all of that. Um, I have to scale back, but I want to do two longer, in depth uh, preview podcasts for for each conference. So that'll be it. And then I'm working on some stuff for the rap side as well, which I which I won't get into here. But thank you everyone for tuning in. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty. Uh, catch me on Real. Chris Platy on Instagram. That's my handle. And my Twitter, actually. That's the same thing. So if you don't know Hospital Real, don't follow. It's been a minute <laughs> since I plugged myself on it on, on the podcast. But thank you, Josh, for coming on, man. I appreciate you as always. Uh this was fun to do because this was shit that we've been dying to do. We've been literally dying to have this conversation for for months with each other. And I and I've kept telling you that our, the art the issue between our, our relationship is always you always want to talk to me about about this stuff and i'm always like no let's get it into a pod and you yes, always thanks. like you're always like mm, but i want to just talk about it right now i just want to talk about it now like what? come on I it's so interesting it. but thank you my boy for coming on the podcast and um thank you everyone for tuning in i'll catch you on the next one